Hey guys, welcome back to the Couch Takes Podcast brought to you by Student Section Sports. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. If you have any comments, suggestions, or questions, be sure to DM us at Couch Takes on Instagram and at Couch underscore Takes on Twitter. Enjoy. We are back on the Couch Takes podcast. This is a special episode. Trey, do you know what today's episode is? No, I guess. T- today marks the six month anniversary of Couch Takes. Oh, six month anniversary, huh? The six month anniversary. We've been doing this for six months, dude. Oh, it's gone by quickly. I think we, uh, yeah, we touched on this last week. I remember that now. Yeah, because last week was t- the twenty fourth episode, but. One of the episode or one of the months we did um, two episodes in one week. Right, right. So yeah. technically, this is six months. But actually, also, I kind of like that because it's episode twenty-five, which sounds a lot better. You know, <laughs> yeah, like I it's guess. like the twenty-fifth. Yeah, no, it's like you know? it's one of those like nice round numbers. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just made sense that episode twenty-five was the one. Not that I mean, you know, maybe if you want to think that we're smart enough to think about that way back in like what episode four, whenever we did that. You can think that, but we didn't. No, for sure. No, heck no. This just worked out pretty well. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, honestly, it's been a joy to do this. I mean, it's just fun to, you know, just get out there and just kind of talk about stuff. Like, there's no commitment involved, you know what I mean? It's like, it's stuff that we do, but it's not like we're locked into this. It's just something we do for fun, you know? Yeah, that that is true. But at the same time, I do feel very committed to it, though. I, I enjoy it, and I look forward to it every week, and I think that's kind of what, makes it fun for both of us yeah i guess that's fair i mean because i have to you know kind of plan my day around it because it's not just the recording yeah. session you know it's also editing and stuff like that but yeah again, Trey does a lot more work than i do uh, yeah sure we'll say that if you know that's the <laughs> truth what do you mean <laughs> i guess that's why every week i'm just like hey you want to throw a script together <laughs> yeah <laughs> because it's that's like, true yeah i understand I, that i mean i need to no and i'm not doing that you know just to to say, hey, I do all this, so you can do it. No, I really don't care at all. I actually enjoy my part. I'm just kind of like, at some point, I'm just kind of beat, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, we're recording tomorrow. You want to throw a script together? And then yeah, we just kind of do it and roll with it. So Well, that kind of leads me into, well, unless you want to go first, that kind of leads me into my favorite thing of the week, because I think ahead, that's kind of funny. So um, speaking of, like, you know, just coming up with a script, like, out of nowhere, so Trey texts me last night and he's like, Hey dude, um, you know, we don't have a script yet and we record tomorrow, you know, we're scheduled to record. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm like sitting there thinking and I'm like, well, should I tell Trey the truth about what I'm doing right now? Or should I just lie to him and say, okay, I'm right on it or something like that. So anyway, I ended up telling him the truth and I was playing Madden 20. I was actually in, um, a, party or not a party i was at like a um like a tournament kind of thing i get one of my buddy's houses and we were doing a madden tournament and uh, it was pretty good i ended up i sort of kind of won the tournament one of the guys that was there wanted to um he wanted to play me again after i had beaten him and he ended up beating me but that was after like i won the tournament so i don't know if you yeah, say you're, that you're i still win or the not, champ that don't count see that's what i thought too but you know, I'm, if he's listening to this, like, he knows it was both good games. Well, the second one wasn't that good. He beat me pretty good the second time. <laughs> that would explain why the script I got last night was so short. 
Yeah, no, it was very, it was like one worded things like um, Madden, Zeke, football. Like that was about, <laughs> that's about all I sent last night. Yeah, I was like, so, all right, man, thanks. It's like, I'm pretty wait, actually, sure. Actually, you know what, Trey? What? I want to change my mind. I want to change my mind about my favorite thing of the week. Even though I think that was a funny, funny story. So I'm going to push that in a minute because I am going to give you a Madden 20 review, you guys. So just stay tuned. I promise that is coming this episode. And I've got a good one for you. But actually, because it just came to my mind, bro, because it just happened like four days ago. So like it, it happened a few days ago, but it was this week. Dude, despite the injuries, despite it looks like, dude, just like the Lord doesn't want it to happen. I don't know. Torres, Stanton, LeMahieu was hurt for a little while. Urshela got hurt in the game. Luke Voigt, dude. CC Sabathia, Gary Sanchez, doesn't matter. Boy, they got that sweep, that four-game sweep on Boston. Oh, man, I was so excited for the Yankees this weekend, dude. Oh, my gosh. Like, honestly, they're playing unstoppable right now, and it's a bunch of players that nobody has ever heard of besides... Aaron Judge and DJ LeMahieu because DJ LeMahieu's back right now. Yeah. But everybody else is hurt, bro. And they're still doing it. That's what blows my mind. So that's definitely my favorite thing of the week. Oh, also, what is uh, last time I checked, it was an eight game losing streak, but it might be more now for Boston. Either way, a losing streak's a losing streak. And I'm excited to see it happen to Boston. Well, you know, that's the like the crazy thing about baseball is that sometimes it just doesn't matter who's on your team. It just matters if you're clicking or not. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, look at the Moneyball A's, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I don't want to, like, you know, I don't know. I'm not, I don't want to say, like, I want to jinx this or anything right now, but the Red Sox have really, really hurt their wild card chances on this little losing streak they're going on right now, dude. Oh, yeah. You're coming into the back stretch of the season. You got to turn it up into high gear. I know. And they were in such a good position, too, going into the Yankees uh, series, dude. They were in such a good position. Yeah, and you know, and like, they really screwed up. Like this, this is the time of year where baseball gets really interesting, coming down yeah. into seeding and, and playoff placement and stuff like that. And then, of course, yeah. October baseball is one of the best times of the year. Um, but there's just little things that I like because you know I'm a big stats guy, so I like to look at stuff like that. Um, and you know, I root for the Braves. I I saw a stat that if they played 500 baseball for the rest of the year, they'd still end up with like 96 wins, and that blows my mind. Yeah, that's pretty wild. I I just can't like fathom that for a Braves team like one of these last few years. You know what I mean? They, I mean, they've been a really really solid squad this year, and I am excited to see what they uh, what they can do in the playoffs. Now, I don't know if they're going to make the World Series. I'm not trying to jump on that yet. Not with the bullpen situation. Yeah, and, and, like yeah. It has I'm been. the same way. The bullpen is what's holding them back for sure because yeah. they had a 12-1 and I think lead. Everybody's on that page too. Yeah, they had a 12-1 lead on, on the Twins last night, and then they ended up winning like 12 to seven. You know? Yeah, I it's, hear you. Stuff like that just cannot happen. You got to protect a lead that big. You can't slow down. Yeah, but a win's a win, been, I guess. Yeah, and there's been a lot of things going on in baseball that makes me like. I right now, as of right now, I do think Tampa Bay is probably going to get that wild card spot, right? Oh, like really? I think so. I would say Tampa Bay is probably going to grab that wild card spot. Would you agree with that? Uh, I mean, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, dude. I definitely think uh, Tampa Bay is going to lock it up for sure. I don't think Boston has a chance of. Uh, well, I guess they have a chance, but I just don't think they will. In my mind, I like to pretend they don't have a chance. Yeah. Why? Well, well, is it just because of your love for the Yankees that you hate the Red Sox so much, or is there something else at play? Well, there is a little bit else at play. 
So um, my sister's boyfriend is like big time Red Sox, dude. And uh-huh. he's just, oh, dude, when they went, they could go one and 25 to start the season. I don't know. And if that one win was against the Yankees, it would be unbearable, dude. He would just be like, oh, my gosh, we will beat the Yankees. We beat the Yankees. Like, he's just unbearable sometimes okay. when they're good. This when is they how win, I, I feel. Like, that's exactly how I feel with you sometimes. So I understand where you're coming what? from. But no, no, just let me explain. I have no malice at all for the Green Bay Packers. I respect the organization. I think they're full of great players. Aaron Rodgers, one of the best quarterbacks ever. Thank um, you for saying that. That really made me smile. Yeah, I know. I want to start things off off nice. But sometimes <laughs> when you start getting really cocky about it, like if they go on like a three game win streak, you're like, oh, they're coming for that crap, Super Bowl, dude. boy. I'm like, I like, no, no way. I don't I say just, that. I just hope they lose the rest of the season. Like just, I, you know, <laughs> I don't think I've ever said that before. You say stuff like that all the time. There's the never season, been a Andrew. time where I was like, there's never been a time where I was like, oh, my gosh. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We're going to win the Super Bowl. I've never said that. Now, have I said I think we're one of the best teams in football? For sure. I've definitely said that before. Yeah, but it and never sometimes stops it backs there. It up and sometimes it always, they haven't. It keeps going, though. The Okay, I will say this. I can, like, looking back on it now, the year where we started the season four and six and we won, like, eight straight games, dude, I could see... And unbearable. I could see that Andrew. Yeah, I could see that Andrew being unbearable. <laughs> but at the same time, dude, you had to think everybody in our friend group counted out the Packers. They're like, no way they're going to make the playoffs. We ended up making the NFC Championship, dude. It was a wild season, was it not? Oh, yeah. It was a great and season to be quite for the Packers. Fair, dude, and- you could have made the argument that Aaron Rodgers should have won the MVP over Matt Ryan that year. Like, literally, just like, that whole season. Wise, I just wanted... I just wanted them to lose the whole season just so I didn't have to hear about Aaron Rodgers anymore. That was that whole season for me. If they would have lost that one game you were praying for, they wouldn't have even made the playoffs. Just that one game, dude. I know. How wild is that, dude? What a season. But anyway, my whole point of that was just to say, I know how you feel. Like, it's... Yeah. Again, I don't care about the Packers at all. I Like I said, great organization, great players. I don't care. But... And it's not just you; it's anybody. If if one person's just talking your head off about one thing for so long, it's just you start to not like yeah. that thing. Do you know what I mean? Yep, I know exactly so, what you mean. And, and that's the way I feel a, about Boston sports with uh, my sister's boyfriend. Yeah, it's our whole friend group talking about like like Jared and the Bengals and Nick and the Patriots. I'm just oh, like, oh, dude, and the Bengals are such garbage. <laughs> Sorry, I well that I forgot that this isn't just a private conversation. <laughs> no, again, it, it's just one of those things. Oh my gosh, I don't really care. I just I don't yeah. want to hear about the Bengals. So. Dude, I'm the same way. I'm like, okay, well, like I understand maybe the Patriots thing. I'm like, yeah, dude, you just want another Super Bowl. Like I get it, but dude, Jared, if you're listening to this, bro, come on, bro, the Bengals, the Bengals, dude. Yeah, how did he get on the Bengals train? I don't know. I did, and he's also an Auburn fan. And his parent, from what I understand, which I don't know this for sure, but from what I understand, his parents are big Alabama. At least his, I know his dad is. What the heck made him choose Auburn? No, I don't know anybody in his family that went to Auburn either. That's a Jared is a strange sports fan, dude. Yeah, and he's I, a Spurs fan too. Where did that I'll, come from? Look, I don't care. I'm, I'm like, pick your own team. I, I, I follow Philadelphia teams and Oakland teams and Alabama teams and Nashville teams, and like, it doesn't matter to me what team you pull for as long as you actually pull for them. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I, I kind of like understand him in that regard. That I, 
I feel like with every team that I pull for, I have a very specific reason on what made me start watching them in the first place. Oh, me too. But I'm just saying the only team that I root for that proximity was a factor was, I guess, Alabama football, but I just kind of overlooked that because everyone around here is a Bama fan. But yeah, um, the yeah. Nashville Predators, I watched them because they were the close team, and then I just developed a bond for them that way. Yeah, which I understand that, especially uh, as far as like being in Alabama and hockey, you know, it's not like yeah. proximity is something that's going to factor into it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit different when it comes to Alabama or the state of Alabama and hockey. So I understand that one. But anyway, all that to be said, my favorite thing of the week was <laughs> the Yankees sweeping the Red Sox. <laughs> yeah, mine's not nearly as in-depth. Um, but it is very special, Andrew, and I would hope you go look this up, okay? Promise me this. I'll look it up right now if it's good. No, no, it's a song. Oh, okay, never mind. But it's not It's not like one of the songs you're thinking of. It is one of these, I guess they're technically a progressive metal band. I've probably talked about them, but anyway, they're oh, called Tool. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, I know Tool. Yeah, right? They're not- Who doesn't know Tool? What do you mean? A lot of people don't know Tool. I don't know. Really? I feel like everybody's heard of Tool. Well, I would hope so but you just never know. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, not like everybody listens to them, but I think everybody's heard of Tool at least, Yeah, I but think. for those of you that haven't heard of Tool, they're amazing. And today, today, they released the first song in the last 13 years. Is it good? I thought it was pretty good. It's 10 minutes and 21 seconds long, and I enjoyed every second of it. Jeez, so. dude. Well, yeah, like so. we've said previously, me and you are both very easily entertained people. It oh, doesn't yeah. take a lot for us. Yeah, I mean, I'll just now, be sitting there on YouTube said, one day, and they're like, this guy's like, can you make a sword out of obsidian? I'm like, I don't know. Can you make a sword? So I click on the video, and I watch it, and I'm like, that was very disappointing. Why did I watch that? Because the answer was no, and I just spent 18 minutes of my life watching this useless video. Dude, I know. I hate stuff like that, too, because I've definitely done stuff like that. And I do kind of feel like I wasted like two weeks of my life on Game of Thrones. No, I'm just joking. But no. that ending was still f- Oh, man, that's still fresh. It's still fresh. Even though I'm easily entertained, I don't like to deal with that crap. Yeah, it's different when you're emotionally connected to it. You know, like, like I said, the obsidian sword thing, I wasn't really connected in that, and I just <laughs> shut off the video. I was like, that yeah. was stupid, and I move on, yeah. you know? Yeah. Dude, hey, speaking of entertainment, this is like way out in left field. Um, Have you seen Lion King yet? No, the new I one? won't. Dude, I thought it was pretty good. I liked it. See, I wasn't the biggest fan of the original Lion King. Before, You're joking. Before you say anything, not a bad movie. I, it just you didn't resonate with me like joking. other movies. Bro, it before, well, which I still think it is probably the greatest animated movie ever made. But before Frozen, everybody thought that. Now there's people that think Frozen, which I don't understand. But I think mostly that's just people think that because now Frozen is like the highest grossing one. But I still think it's Lion King by a long shot. Yeah, anyway, again, I, The Lion I, King's a good I movie. It it's good just movie. when I was a kid, yeah. it just it didn't hold my attention like other movies I hear you. did. Yeah. So I, I thought know, the new so one was pretty good though. Yeah, and I'm sure it is. Like I didn't think I would enjoy the Beauty and the Beast remake, but I got dragged to watch that in theaters and it was pretty good. So See, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Surprisingly good. I liked that one. Here here you go. You get a quick movie review. I liked right. it because it was one of those Disney movies that had a lot of dark themes in it, you know? Yeah. But, you know, the original movie did. The the old hand-drawn one. But... I mean, I don't really remember it much, but yeah. 
I, I think the uh, the CGI themes that they brought in with all this made the the dark overtone of this movie a lot more compelling. Like yeah. it really grabbed you and it really showed you that this was a man who had everything and then it was all taken away from him and now he's this horrible monster and then no one can love him and everything and then it really shows all of that and then the the end the fight with Gaston at the end was really nice and then I don't know it just I, I would give it like seven old chateaus out of ten is that fair all right yeah I think that's pretty fair okay. all right so actually speaking of reviews we have a couple of reviews for you go ahead okay so like I said I told you guys earlier that a Madden 20 review is coming so here it is Guys, I have gotten a copy of Madden 20. Um, shout out to EA for sending me a free one. Um, no, nah, I'm just joking. That didn't happen. I had to go pay for it just like everybody else. Yeah, Andrew um, tried to drag me into the, the Couch oh, 6 dude, thing and enter all sorts of different contests like that. made me so mad. Let's not get on that, dude. That frustrated the frick out of me that you did See, that. I don't know. What, okay, let me, let me tell it real quick, okay? Andrew tags go me ahead. in something. It says, it's our friend giveaway. Tag a friend and why you should win the copy. And Andrew goes, you should give uh, at TB underscore share one uh, an Xbox nice copy. I don't, I don't even have an Icebox. Uh, an Icebox. I don't have an Xbox. Okay. Andrew wanted this for himself, but he's like, I'll tag you, you know, so if you win it, you can give it to me. It's like, That's whatever. What I was hoping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So he does that and he's like, because we started this podcast together. And then I responded with a picture of, uh, of a Reese's Cup. The with, picture is, dude. That's it was a so Reese's disgusting. Cup with beans coming out of it. About- that's freaking disgusting. Because I dude. wanted to, I wanted to mess with Andrew, and dude, he got so frustrated Obviously, over that. Obviously, we didn't win. Obviously, we didn't win because of that. It was a bean up buttercup, man. It was disgusting, dude. I don't even know where you find stuff like that. <laughs> I was so no, frustrated I was just, too. I was just trying to think. I was like, what's the weirdest thing I could send back to Andrew right here? Anyway. Reese's peanut buttercup with beans. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was awful. That was frustrating. But anyway. I ended up, I got my copy of Madden 20. Um, I like it, is the first thing I'm going to say. I like the game. I think it's good. I've played it a pretty good bit. Like I said earlier in the episode, I was playing it last night, actually. We were having a Madden party kind of thing. Um, but there are a few things about the game that are a little frustrating sometimes. Like, obviously, you still have those old glitches where... Like, people will morph together sometimes and stuff like that. Um, And people have seen, like, online, like, on Barstool, like, those videos of, like, crazy glitches, which I've never experienced any of those any year that the game has come out. Um, But apparently those things happen to people. I don't know. That's never happened to me before, so I can't really say anything on that. But um, I will say, though, um, I guess, like, the simplest way I could describe Madden 20 would be... It is Madden 19 with all of the game-breaking glitches fixed. Because Madden 19 was different. It looked different. It looked better. Um, It was a different game than the other Maddens, in my opinion. But the game, like, you couldn't run the ball at all. It was impossible to run the ball. You can run the ball on Madden 20 now. It works well. The CPU works really well. Like, it's really, really fun to run the ball again. Um, Passing the ball. If you even attempted to pass the ball anywhere near a linebacker, even if you threw the ball 50 yards in the air, dude, he would freaking put on space boots and jump up and snag it. It (laughs) was the most frustrating thing. See, that doesn't happen anymore on Madden 20. You can um, throw it over their heads, and it's freaking awesome, dude. 
depending on who your quarterback is, if you have a very inaccurate quarterback, like, like let's say Derek Carr, no, I'm just joking. If you have a really <laughs> inaccurate quarterback, like, I don't know, dude, maybe, uh, let's Deshaun just say Kaiser. Um, Deshaun Kaiser. I'm cool with that. Let's take Deshaun Kaiser, even though I don't think he's that bad. He's a backup. But um, you throw it, and sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. You might get picks. You might not. But if you have someone like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady, anybody like that, it's going to be an accurate pass, and the linebacker's not going to be able to just snag it out of nowhere. So they fix yeah, that Yeah, dude, problem. that always frustrated me. Because, uh, you know, you yeah. see quarterbacks zip it in between DBs and linebackers all the time, but that stuff yeah, just but cannot you happen at 19. Yeah, but now it can. And it's actually okay. really cool watching it happen. Um, I think this is definitely the best playing Madden I've played in a long time as far as, like, the way the game plays, the way the CPU plays. Um, the face of the franchise is super cool, dude. Um, I played for Texas in college, even though I will say I'm getting about tired of all these dumb games coming out with like sto- like sports video games coming out with story modes where like your guy is like dirt poor and he goes undrafted and you have to work your way through training camp and getting kicked off of teams just to make a team and all this kind of stuff. Like, dude, why can't we just have a normal five-star recruit who's great in college and you get drafted number one? <laughs> like, what? that's fun too, bro. Like, I don't have to go through the whole freaking storyline of the blind side to get to the NFL. <laughs> Which, yeah. that's, not, this, this, that's not what this story was on Madden 20, but it was another one of those very dramatic, like, it, basically they told the story of Cardell Jones. This basically was like your first snap was the college football playoff, even though he played in the conference championship game. Your first, the basically the story was you come in as a five star recruit, whichever school you pick, and um, you have and your starting quarterback gets hurt right before the playoff game, and you have to come in as your first snap in four years, and you have to prove the doubters wrong and go and make it to the NFL after the college football playoff, dude. Yeah, and what it, in I'm just, two I don't games? understand. Yeah, in two games. It makes and no depending sense. On how well, I, dude, I'm telling you, it doesn't have to be so dramatic. EA, if you're listening, 2K <laughs> for listening, dude, just give me a normal person who's a good at basketball or football. For you remember That's the good I'm old asking. days when in like NCA like 07, where you could like play through like your whole career like and do high your school, whole thing, dude. Well, no, that then you could play it through all the way through college, and then you could transfer yep. your player over to Madden. Dude, yes. And that would be so freaking awesome. And that's another thing that frustrates me about uh, the new Maddens is they take out stuff from the old games that were so cool, and they've never brought them back. Like, I can vividly remember, um, I want to say the last time this was in the game was like Madden 25. It might have been, Madden 25 was Madden um, 14, I want to say. Yeah, I would say it's Madden 14, but they called it 25 for the 25th anniversary. But um, I want to say this was the last time this was in the game. But they used to have in the games where you could play like with Hall of Famers and stuff like that, you know, and like play on oh, like yeah. classic teams, all that kind of stuff. And I remember on Madden 25, I was I remember as a kid like sitting there or not a kid. I remember like whatever age I was, I was like, shoot, dude, I can't wait till uh, Brett Favre gets on this game when he's going to be in the Hall of Fame in like two years. And then as soon as Brett Favre gets in the Hall of Fame, they take out the game. Yeah, dude. And I, or they take it out of the game. And I was like, dude, you've got to be joking. And they haven't brought it back despite it being a really fun mode. Um, I expect them to bring back this college football thing. Uh, the face of the franchise is what it's called. I think they'll definitely bring that back. It was fun. Um, overall, I think it's a good game. Um, I'm trying to think of what I should rate it. I think I will give it... 
a 7.95 Devin Wade's out of 7.9 or out of 10 Devin Wade's. Okay. Do you know who I, Devin I, Wade is? I, dude, he's one of those people that I've heard the name a million times. Like, I, I know I've heard it's it because the, every time I'm like, don't you mean Dwayne Wade? It's the character you have to play as in those dumb, dramatic story modes. Yes, yes. I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, if you're listening, please give us a normal person for once in our lives to play as instead of having the most dramatic, fake thing that's ever happened. Please. Yeah, not like a... Uh, not a Please. country singer that's big in Finland and like, uh, yeah, you know and just randomly about? he decides I want to sling footballs. Like, bro, <laughs> like what? Like that makes no sense. Anyway, yeah, anyway, that's my review of Madden 20. I I will say at the end of the day, I think it's worth it. If thank you, you like for your Madden, review. I definitely think it's worth it. I I do not, so I will not be playing it. But thank you for your review. It's nice yeah, to absolutely. know that something is different because. It's just nice to know that the most tedious part of that game has been taken out, and by that I mean, of course, the linebackers jumping the ball every single time. Every time, dude. Like, literally 20 feet in the air. I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was just me when I was playing, because I ended up, I did get mad at 19, but I got it back in, like, February for, like, $11, because there was some huge sale going on. So I was like, okay. And, um, yeah, I didn't play it much. I wasted $11. Yeah, Madden 19 was uh, it was not a good game. Madden 20, I definitely would recommend it to somebody who actually likes this kind of stuff. Well, I guess we'll see if your opinion changes over time, so you'll have to keep us up to date. But uh, yeah, if they, I mean, like obviously, there's always like glitches and stuff when games come out, but like there's nothing to me that like has stood out where I was like, oh, uh, that was terrible. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've never had one of those crazy ones that you see on YouTube and Instagram and stuff like that. Yeah. So for my review, um. It was very special to me because finally my team is on hard knocks, which I guess is also kind of a bad thing because last season was terrible, but you know, it's whatever. Um, so anyway, the first episode of hard knocks was last night. Uh, the Raiders are on it this year following their training camp and everything, dude. And I got to say, it was a great episode. It, it had a little bit of everything, Andrew. You had, uh, one part of it was two of the rookies riding around on horses in a, uh, in a vineyard, uh, while Old Town Road was blasting. They had this Brokeback Mountain moment together. It was hilarious. Was uh, like, what do you mean? I mean, they were all centrally riding <laughs> and holding hands while Old Town Road was going. Dude, I'm telling you. Dang, dude. Hilarious. Maybe I should have watched it. No, like, the, the whole thing was a big meme. for my review. We went through the entire Ronald Ali arc in one episode because he's already gotten cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> like, literally, it started off talking about him, and they showed some clips from Last Chance to You, obviously. And then in the middle of practice, he's like, hey, my foot hurts. I need to come out. And they take him out, and then the next morning, he misses uh, he misses training appointment. And then, like, the next day, he got cut. And uh, so they, they, they signed this guy, uh, Wes Brooks, and they gave him the same jersey number that Ali had because it was the only one they had available. And he comes into practice the next day, and Gruden's like, God, he said, who gave you that ugly number? I don't even want to see it. And like, like, dang, he must have freaking hated Ali. But they didn't really show it, you know. But yeah, overall, it was a really good episode. Um, I, I can tell you this. People in the NFL, if they keep focusing on Jonathan Abram, the rookie safety from Mississippi State, people are going to hate mm -hmm. him. because he. Why do you say that? He, he's kind of like uh, Jalen Ramsey. As in he, uh, he, is he, he really? talks a lot of smack, you know. Dang, um, dude! Now I kind of want to watch Hard Knocks. Yeah, dude, it's it's something I tell you. Like you, I can tell you, just knowing you for so long, you'll hate this guy. 
knowing that he's on my team, I so? like it. Probably. I, I don't think I don't you're going to like Ramsey. Well, then maybe you won't mind Jonathan Abram, but he's, you know, he's just kind of like, he's one of those guys that's so confident in his ability. Like he, he's wearing yeah. 24, if that tells you anything. Oh man. 24, you know, for like Charles Woodson and Willie Brown, yeah. like that's a big deal yeah. to wear the 24 for the Raiders. So, yeah, you know, even he's, though he's a Packer. Okay. But anyway, you know it is. Well, I can tell you who he's going to go in the Hall of Fame as. A Packer? Absolutely not. Yeah, bro. Started there. Win a Super Bowl. Finished there. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking Oakland, brother. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Because he's already talked about before. He said, I'm a cheesehead for life. Okay, that's cool. Just, I guess in couch stakes in three years, we can debate it when the Hall of Fame ceremony is coming up, right? Yeah, I guess it will be in three years. Um... I'm actually kind of excited about that. That'll be kind of cool. I'm <laughs> yeah, that's actually going to be hilarious. In three years. Yeah, hopefully yeah, you real. guys uh, sponsors keep hit us up. We'll keep going. Long. That's what I'm saying. Keep us going, dude. Y'all are uh, y'all are driving this train. Yeah, but anyway, Hard Knocks was fantastic. Uh, I would give it nine Spider Two Y bananas out of a possible ten. Oh, dude, that's a good rating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was a good. I episode. like that rating you. system and the rating. Good. So definitely, Spider definitely check it out. I'm talking to you right here. You need to watch it because I know you would like it. And of course, anybody else. It was just a, a good episode if you like football in general. So Yeah. I, I mean, might try I, and watch it tonight or tomorrow. Oh, and like I was saying, memes galore. g Easy was there. Guy Fieri was on the episode. It was like, it was something. Something to behold. Dude, dang. I need to watch it then. Yeah, for sure. So anyway, um, the, but building off of that, the preseason's coming up this weekend. Anyone Ooh, in particular well, you're excited to it see? It started last week. Um, no, not really, because I hate preseason. To be honest, I wish it would. I mean, it's so dumb. I wish they'd just get rid of it. I disagree entirely. I love the preseason. You were the first person I've ever met to ever say that. Dude, I, I got a funny story about it, actually. Um, okay. it, it was a couple years ago. I moved into my apartment in Florence. And we had this whole big thing, and we we ended up not having internet in our apartment for like three weeks, which was annoying to say the Dude, least. Dude, that but, sounds um, awful. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I watch like if my team's on, I want to watch them. Like end of story, it doesn't matter if it's preseason or if it's summer league in the NBA. I still want to watch it. Um, so I literally, I, it was a I think it was week two or something of the preseason. The Raiders were playing like the Rams or something. And of course, we didn't have internet, so I couldn't watch it. So I took my computer down to a coffee shop and sat there for like three hours and watched a preseason game. Did you seriously? Yeah. Dang, dude. I feel like I could find much better things to do with my Tom. I was just, I, I was bored. And this was like, I hadn't been in Florence too long, so I didn't know too many people. And this was also before the school year started, so not everyone had moved back. So I was like, yeah. I ain't got nothing better to do, and I really want to watch this game. So later, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I this understand. Is also, I just, this is also before I had unlimited data on my phone, so I couldn't just sit in my chair and watch on my phone, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, yeah, so, unlimited data has changed the world. Oh, it's it's the absolute bomb. But yeah, anyway, uh, yeah, preseason it football, it's the best. And I say that just because I love to see, because, you know, I've told you this, I'm like the draft's biggest fan. I love everything about yeah. it, and I love I seeing where rookies I go. You're so strange. I don't understand that. 
I, I just I, mean, I, love I enjoy everything watching about the it, draft. Man. I'm okay with the draft, but the preseason thing is really throwing me off. I didn't well, know that to about me, the, you. The preseason, it's like you get to see all these draft picks. This is your first impression of them. How are they going to be? And it's all just speculation. It's preseason it's usually just, doesn't. Yeah, preseason doesn't mean a thing. That's also kind of why I like it. You can just play without repercussions. If your team gets demolished, no big deal. It's the preseason. I mean, but you also got injury liability. I mean, you got all kinds of things going out there that I just, I mean, you know, you usually don't even see the uh, the starters start. I mean, they play for like one drive in the first game if okay. they're like a That's true another starter. Thing. That's mean, another thing I like about it. Now, hear me out on this, okay? I like it because it gives teams more of an opportunity to see who is best for their team, which, you know, like... And I'll use the Raiders, for example, because they were talking about it on Hard Knocks last night. Uh, James Jones was telling this to AB. Uh, it was Derek Carr's rookie year, and they had traded for Matt Schaub to come in and be the starter for them. And then uh, week three against Seattle, they put in Derek Carr as the starter, and he was slinging it up and down the field. He had like three touchdowns in the first half. And next day, coach comes in and says, uh, all right, and Derek Derek's going to start week one. So what I mean is, without that preseason, that wouldn't have happened. Matt Schaub would have started. So... It's I mean, stuff like it's little battles like that 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 really compels me, you know. Especially yeah, if it's a quarterback. I guess that's, that's huge. what you're saying. It's just, but I'd much rather just have two weeks of preseason and then like two extra weeks of regular season. Yeah, well, that I don't Wouldn't think that's that be entertaining. Happen. Wouldn't of that be that entertaining? Would. Of course it would, but I just don't think that's the way to go. I think 16 games is fine because if you're talking about risk of injury in the preseason, it's much higher if you had two more in the regular season. Well, then let's just take away one more preseason game. Add one more regular season game. Then you have an odd Dude, number of games. I'm just all about I'm just all about shortening the preseason is what I'm trying to get at. I do not like the preseason. I don't think it's fun. I think it's boring. I don't know any American besides Trey Sherer that likes it. So I don't understand why. I don't even think the players like to do it. I'm pretty sure the players hate it. All I'm saying is Saturday night at 6 p.m. I will be watching that Raiders game, and I will watch every second of it. So, I don't even know when the Packers play. I genuinely do not know because it's preseason and I haven't looked into it. <laughs> well. Like, I mean, I have no idea. They, I mean, I'm sure they play sometime. Like I said, man, it's it's all about the rookies because even, like I said, even if your team gets demolished, you can find the positive side in it. You say like, well, the team sucked, but our first-round rookie had 14 tackles and a sack. That's good, you know? So... You yeah. can find the hey, silver actually, linings, but some, go go ahead, you man. Can go. You, I was gonna say I have something funny to say. Um, I just got a message from someone on our uh, Instagram account. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, like while we're recording this, we have a poll up on our Instagram that um, <laughs> I put up, and it was basically I kind of got the idea from it from like the whole top one hundred thing, and you know, um, Dak Prescott didn't make the top one hundred. Um, Derek Carr made the top 100, and I think a lot of people. Wait, no, he didn't even make the top 100 either, did he? No, neither of them did. Okay, that's what it was then. My bad. For, I got him mixed up with um something. I, I was watching something on Cam Newton earlier and how he was kind of low on the top 100, so I got mixed up with that. Anyway, I put on there, who would you rather have, Dak Prescott or um Derek Carr? And we just got. I don't even know who this guy is. He just came on here and he goes, anyone who picks Prescott over Carr is an atrocious personality. And I okay? love that's I one of know. that's one of my friends, dude. He's got my back. I love him. Oh, I know who that is. I know who that is. Okay, yeah, never you know mind. Who that is. I wasn't. I wasn't reading the um username. I know who dude, that is. My bad. If I'm you're just listening saying. to this, bro, I'm sorry. I know who you are. <laughs> 
no, you dude. just responded to it too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is how we conduct our business at Couch Stakes. Wait, let's see. I'm about to Live check. on the podcast. What is the... Okay, right now, 57% say Dak Prescott. Yeah, All it right. happens. I mean, we're talking about NFL, bro, so I guess this makes sense. 57% say Dak Prescott. What do you think? What do I think? Yeah, what do you think? I think they're completely wrong. Okay. Why not? Why is that? I just Dak has never really impressed me. He, I mean, I just don't think he should have won Rookie of the Year. Like, anyway... Because that was his biggest Dak's accomplishment. Dak's got the was second most that. wins in the league since 2016, bro. Yeah, and not it's a that team I'm like sport. all. Not, yeah, I understand that, but I also think Derek Carr's got a lot of issues. And Dak doesn't. Dak's not throwing picks left and right, dude. Neither's Derek. Derek has a lot of turnovers, and he's not. I don't think he's that good, dude. I I think I've said since Derek's rookie year. Me and you were already friends by the time Derek Carr was in the league, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I say because it might have been like his second year in the league we became friends. But um, I remember, dude, in the beginning, you were saying he might be the next Brett Favre and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, bro, no, he's I still think be he might so be so far from it. No. Oh my god. I'm just dude, look. You don't Brett even watch the games, Favre? okay? You don't even watch the Brett games. You don't know Favre? what Derek Carr's things are. He had ten interceptions last year. I don't watch the Raiders year, because okay? they're never on that's TV. Not... I don't yeah, watch because them because they're, they're on West Coast TV because they're garbage. That's what garbage. it is. It's because they're garbage, dude. Hey, Andrew, how many playoff Even wins John the Packers have last year? TV. Okay. Look, I don't want to talk I'm, to you okay. about, oh, they're garbage, they're terrible, because look, they are. it doesn't matter. <laughs> if, look, if your team doesn't make the playoffs, you can't talk, okay? Mine didn't either, but it doesn't matter. You're trying to tell me that my team's garbage when the Packers can't even make the playoffs, man. We'll find out this year. Yeah, I know. We will. I'm saying it's You're not even relevant at this point. Your team is garbage. They might be, and I don't care, and I'm still going to root for them. We'll see how it goes, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying, dude, uh, you can't compare him to a guy that when he retired had all of the quarterback records, all of them. Now, obviously, those yeah, are broken interceptions out by too. Peyton Manning. Okay, like uh, this is what I'm saying is you can't just like go on on Derek Carr and say, oh, he throws too many interceptions and then say like praise Brett Favre when he has more interceptions than anybody Brett in Favre history. Brett Favre also got the wins. Brett Favre also got the wins. He had the record amount of wins Oh my god, I just said it like 2 minutes ago. It's a team sport. Brett Favre was never on the best teams. Never. Apparently cuz he only You're had one joking, Super Bowl. Dude. That's what I'm trying to get at. He was never on the best teams. It's he like we're agreeing with each other but better. we're arguing. <laughs> But what I'm trying to say is Brett could take those not great teams. Now, I will give you this. He had some pretty good wide receivers every now and then in his career. I'll give you that. But to say that his teams were great, they really weren't that great. Now, when they went to the Super Bowl, yeah, that was a pretty good team. But he elevated his teams. I don't think that's my biggest issue. I'm not taking that away from him. No, that's my biggest issue with Derek Carr is I don't believe he elevates his teammates. I don't see that out of him. There's not really that big of a difference of the team when he's out there and when he's not out there. And I think that's just what really throws me off. Need I take you back to 2016 when he broke his leg? I mean, what was I don't understand what was the difference. What happened? They were 12 and 4 that year. They got in the playoffs and got demolished by a team they they beat earlier in the season with Derek Carr. Okay, they lost their starting quarterback. That's a little bit different. I'm not saying like he doesn't he can't elevate help his players win. when he's on the field. I'm not saying but he's he a starting quarterback, so it doesn't matter. Games. 
I'm not saying he can't help them win games. I'm just saying when when he's out there on the field, it's not like you're just getting a different Raiders. Obviously, his talent is going to help them win. Like you're that's saying, different. he isn't, but he is though. Like I knew this conversation no, was coming what... for weeks at this point. Okay, so I just want to say I'm fully prepared, what and I'm not saying? mad about any of this. I knew we what were going to argue about Derek Carr what at some Thomas? point, dude. Because I mean, he just hasn't proven anything yet. What do you mean? He hasn't proven anything. He's already the Raiders' all-time leading passer. It's the Raiders. Yes. One of the okay. most storied franchises in NFL history, might I add. You're telling me he has more touchdowns than Kenny Stabler. No, I'm saying he has more yards than Kenny Stabler. Uh, okay. I thought you said touchdowns. I was still about to say that, bro. That's still pretty I don't believe that, but that's still he pretty start- wild. Yeah, that's, that's he's been in the league for five years, and he's already thrown for more career yards with the Raiders than Ken Stapler did, okay? I know, the league has changed, but still, he's averaging almost 4,000 yards a year. It's not like he's doing bad. His touchdown-interception ratio, I saw this oh, the other no, day, I, since he came in the I league, don't think he's it's bad. tied for fourth. I don't think he's bad. I don't think he's bad. I'll take that as a win. I never, I've never said that he was bad. I just don't think he's great. I think he's... Mm. Good. I don't I, think he's had sufficient talent around him to even be able to tell. I think he's done immaculate he with what Cooper. he's been handed. Yes. He had Amari Cooper who's balling out with Dak Prescott. Who has led the league in drops since he came in. And also, he hasn't... That okay, didn't happen, actually, when, he got, that didn't happen when he got on the uh, Cowboys. No, he still dropped, just not as much. But I want to say, uh, he did ball out for like three games, and then he disappeared for another five, okay? That's all I want to say. Amari Cooper was the most inconsistent wide receiver for the Raiders, okay? And I don't think he's a bad receiver. If he got more consistent, he's great. You know? Um, Look, I, see I think what you're we can, saying. I, I got something we can both agree on, okay? Right, this year is that? the prove-it year for Derek Carr. Everyone knows oh, that. I completely if he can't be good agree. with Antonio Brown, then he can't be good with anybody. It's over. So, like, literally, yeah, all we got to do is yeah, all we got to do is just watch the season and find out. There's no point in arguing because we're going to know in six months. How does John Gruden feel about him? Who? Derek, Derek Carr? Carr. Oh, dude, he freaking loves Derek Carr. You'll see that on uh, Hard Knocks. All right. I'll watch it. Definitely watch it. Definitely. I'm Gruden. just saying, bro. I I think this might be not a great year for Derek Carr fans out there. I Again, I just I don't, know, I don't understand why. He's well, got the best running back <laughs> well, he's AB's ever had. He's got freaking hypothermia or whatever it is, frostbite. Okay, by the way, that's probably false. Um, I, I've looked into that a little bit, obviously. But, um, okay, so I guess for those that don't know, AB has all these huge blisters on his feet and everything. His feet look terrible. I don't know if you've seen the picture or not. Yeah, but, I've um, seen it. Yeah, so anyway, a report came out from uh, Chris Sims, of all people, that said he has uh, he got frostbite on his feet for um, like improper footwear in a cryotherapy chamber or something. And um, anyway, there's a there's a sports medicine doctor on Twitter that tweets about athletes injuries all the time. And from everything I've read about this guy, he's right, like 95 percent of the time. And he said, just personally looking at the picture and hearing about the news, he said these cryotherapy chambers, they don't necessarily um, like you're not in them long enough to develop frostbite. Like even if you were in there with improper footwear and he said to Mm -hmm. him, it looks more like a fungal infection. And of course, he throws in the disclaimer. Said, "Of course, I don't know. I'm just looking. I'm just going off pictures and reports." But like, it's probably not that. 
but that's what I'm saying is it could be, it might not be. Regardless, he should be fine. But the whole scenario is pretty weird. Oh, yeah, I don't that. think like the season's over or anything like that. I just think it's kind of an odd situation. No, he's still out there practicing with the team. Yeah. He's just having to limit himself, you know? Dude, but, I can't imagine how bad those feet smell. Dude, for real. Oh, man. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the smelliest of smells, what would you say, how bad does his feet smell right now? On a scale of float like a butterfly to AB, which one? Mm, I'm going to go with 9.625 smell on the Oof. scale meter. On the That's smell a rough meter. one. I yeah, know, folks. dude. I bet it smells like garbage. Yeah, for those of you who don't know the smell meter, that's pretty bad. That's what I'm saying, dude. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on real quick before we get to these listener questions is uh, Ezekiel Elliott. I'm sure you've heard about this, and I'm sure everyone else has heard about this. But oh, yeah. um, he's going on. Uh, he's on. A, he's holding out right now from the Cowboys, and supposedly the Cowboys are going to offer him money to make him the second highest paid running back in the NFL after Le'Veon. So what what are your thoughts on that? Should they do it? Um, I don't know. I think that's a hard situation because what I think is pretty wild is that we've seen um, a lot of things where it's like, you know, Dak needs Zeke, Dak needs Zeke, Dak needs Zeke. Well, you know, when he was suspended last year, they started the season, I mean, they were not good. They were not very good at all. It didn't look great for Dak at all. He was not starting well. And then Zeke came back, and nothing changed. The team wasn't very good. I mean, it still just wasn't that great. And then all of a sudden, dude, they got Amari Cooper, and the whole thing changed. Dak starts going off. Even even in the games where Trey was talking about where Amari wasn't really that noticeable, Dak was still going off. I will agree so, to that. Yeah, that's a good point. I think you have to think about it and be like, well, how important to the team really is Zeke? Not that I don't think he's not one of the best running backs in the league. I'm not trying to say that, and I'm not trying to say that I don't think he's incredibly important to the team, because I do. But I don't know if he's as important as we really like to make it out to be based off the way they've performed with and without him. Does that make any sense? Yeah, I, so I, I get what you're saying. Do you think they'd be better if they traded him and got some assets? Um, I don't know. I like Zeke a lot. I do think he's a good player, but it depends on what the assets were for real. I think he's too I mean, good of a player to trade like that because like, it's not yeah, like the kinda, Antonio Brown yeah. situation. They would get more than a third and a fifth for Zeke, no doubt. Mm-hmm. But um, Oh, yeah. I'm just saying at this I point, you I'd might as well him. just pay the man. Yeah, yeah, I think I'd pay him, yeah. I think even though it's a hard decision, and like I said, the results haven't really shown that Zeke is just super important, even though I do think he is a great player and I do think he is important to the team, um, I'm not sure if they could win a Super Bowl without him. Okay. Uh, Despite all of what I said, I'm not sure they could win a Super Bowl without him, and a lot of people do think the Cowboys have a legitimate shot at it this year. I don't know if I'm Uh, one of those people. Well, that's actually, that's perfect. That brings us right into one of our listener questions. So um, literally right before we started the podcast, uh, a guy sent us a a post on Instagram by ESPN, and he said, what do you guys think about this list? Any teams that you would switch, add, or take off? So um, this is Bill Barnwell's teams most likely to improve and decline, and he has the Cowboys listed as one of the teams most likely to decline, which Which honestly, I could see. that shocks me. 
That shocks me, dude. See, because I feel like everyone's kind of hyping up the Cowboys right now. I don't know. I just haven't seen it, then. I don't know. I, mean, I think, it's just the, same I think the Cowboys. Cowboys are going to be pretty good. Um, I don't know if I would necessarily say decline. Um, I don't know. I th- what was their record in uh, 2018? What they probably won like... Um, like 9-7 or 10-6 or something? Yeah, see, I think they won 10 games, I want to say. Yeah. I know, I know they won... Oh, yeah, I think they won 10-6 because they won the NFC East. So yeah, right. Um, I would say probably we're looking at about the same. I wouldn't say they're going to decline. I think we're probably looking at about the yeah, same. Yeah, I, I would say maybe if they decline more or less. Yeah, if they decline, it's probably just going to be one, maybe two games, but I, I doubt it. So um, yeah, um, and the team is most likely to improve. He has uh, the Jets, which I, I, it's kind of hard for them to decline. So when they got Le'Veon and Sam Darnold and C.J. Mosley, yeah, I can see that. Um, yeah, definitely one, the Jets. Keep them where they're at. This one blows my mind. He has the Giants as most likely to improve. Well, I think a lot of people um, are looking at that like getting rid of OBJ was kind of um, kind of a booster for the team uh, as far as mentality goes, and I've seen a lot about that. So, to be honest, I'm okay with putting them there. I do think they'll be better than they were last year. Uh, again, I mean, it's a pretty think? low it's a pretty low bar. So, I mean, I. Yeah, there's always a chance what, for they, improvement. Uh, they went, they won five games in 2018. Uh, I want to say, yeah, I think it was five games. So, I think they improve. I think yeah, they win okay. one or two more games, but it ain't going to be like a drastic change. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, list every team on this real quick and give you just uh, the obvious answer to this. Okay. Yeah. Imp- teams most likely to improve: 49ers, Panthers, Buccaneers, Jets, and Giants. Most likely to decline: Rams, Saints, Cowboys, Chargers, and Dolphins. Okay. This is a simple list. All the teams that were good, he has to decline. All the teams that were bad, he has to improve. It's simple. Like if you're bad, you're bound to get better, and if you're good, you're bound not to sustain that. Okay, this is a simple list. It's a no-brainer. The Dolphins, though. Yeah. Okay. The Dolphins is the only asterisk. Definitely going to decline. I think the Dolphins is one of those teams. You're like, yeah, they were like not very great last year, but they're probably going to be really bad this year. Yeah, I could see that. Like that was the only like asterisk on the list that where it's yeah. like, huh, you know? Yeah, and I can I'm kind of shocked that he put the Rams because I mean I can definitely see the Rams declining, but it's another one like a lot of these teams, I don't see them improving or declining by like but maybe one game one one way or the other. You know what I mean? To now me, the Jets the, the, the I whole, think the Jets, they're the gonna be the biggest change out of all of this. Oh, absolutely. It's a brand new team. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think the Jets actually are going to have a shot at the playoffs. I can see the Rams declining if the rest of the teams can learn how to pick apart Jared Goff like the Patriots did in the Super Bowl. Makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, I know that makes a lot of sense. I kind of agree with that, too. Because um, if you Chargers, can just completely like immobilize Jared Goff like they did in that game, and if, if you figured out how to do that consistently from team to team and just had to rely on Todd Gurley, yeah, you could beat the Rams. Yeah. Yeah, I get that completely, especially with Todd coming off an injury last year. Um, yeah. He wasn't really at full health for most of the latter half of the season. Yeah, so and they also uh, they I, lost Indomitian and uh, LaMarcus Joyner on, on the defense. Yeah, so. I mean, they still got Aaron Donald, though. Oh, of my course, best player in the league. Is that guy good? Yeah, oh, yeah, my goodness, that guy's good. So I think, the like I said, most of these teams, I don't see it maybe 
inching a game or two one way or the other. You know what I mean? Like, if anything, I see a lot of those teams kind of being around in the same realm of where they were last year. Yeah. Now, one game can be a big difference in the NFL um, as far as, like, who makes the playoffs and who doesn't and stuff like that. Um, But like I said, I think by far the biggest difference, I think we both agree, is going to be the Jets. Um, I'm not very shocked by putting the Panthers either. I think they'll definitely improve. And then 49ers are getting Garoppolo back. So I think right. that's another easy one to put on there. Oh, absolutely. So other than that, I think the Dallas Cowboys maybe improve. I think they might win one more game. So I'm okay. I'm okay with putting them on decline, even though I don't think they will. I think they'll might win one more game. Uh, and then so. moving on to our uh, our last thing for the day, we got a pretty fun one. Uh, we are, we're gonna rank college football chants and cheers. How can you not love that, Andrew? Worst, but actually, yeah. well, okay. Do you want to do best? Well, I guess they said best worst. So do we have to do? Uh, you go ahead and you start worst uh, to best, and I'll I'll go the opposite way. Okay. Um, actually, ask Trey what this one was because I had never even heard this before. Um, the they hey cheer. It's the, the um, hey cheer. You just misspell it. Oh, okay. The hey cheer. So, um, yeah, basically, what? How does it go again, Trey? Hey, okay. Basically, a knockoff rammer jammer. Yeah, basically a knockoff rammer jammer. Okay, I'm gonna say hottie toddy last, dude. I hate hottie toddy. Hottie toddy is super annoying. If you've never hot heard hottie toddy, save yourself and don't go listen to it or don't go to an Ole Miss game. That's Ole Miss's thing. Um, it's really dumb. I'm very surprised this person. I can't believe this person didn't put. Oh, they did. They put the war chant, bro. The war chant, dude. Florida State's version of the war chant is down there. Now, if you're talking about the Braves, I'm okay with that. <laughs> I have a hard time ranking it high. Like, I'm kind of stuck on the war chant because I do like the war chant. Uh, in, like, situations that doesn't really need it. So, I'm going to put war chant to the side. Anybody does that, but I think Hottie Toddy's just a tad bit worse. Um, maybe uh, Suey, Arkansas is next. Um, War Chant. Um, that's um, I don't know. War Chant. Wait, okay. Is he talking about? Is, does Auburn do anything called War Chant? No, it's definitely it's definitely. Florida I would States. think he's talking about FSU. I would I would say I would think he's talking about FSU, but I don't know what Auburn does. So I would definitely say war. Um, where was I at? I'm like completely just lost myself. War Chan at three, and then you ha- then you're gonna say Rocky Top and Rammer Jammer. I, yeah, that's that's your say, list, right? Yeah, because I'm gonna say that's Rocky Top and Rammer Jammer. Yeah, yeah, Rammer Jammer. I actually enjoy Rocky Top. All right. Oh, me too. I think like I I'm think a Rocky Top is just, kind of entertaining. Yeah, it's just it's a great composition. It can just get stuck in your head. Like it reminds me of yeah, just like college game day watching it in the morning. You know what I mean? It's. Yeah. Just one of those and songs. I'm not, so. I'm not a Tennessee fan, dude. I mean, obviously, yeah. I'm an Alabama fan. I do not like Tennessee, but I don't mind Rocky Top. I think it's entertaining. I think it's a fun song. Um, but obviously, I'm going Rammer Jammer number one, bro. Nothing feels better. And I can tell you right now, no team can experience this because we're the ones who have it. 
Nothing <laughs> feels better than beating Auburn, LSU, Tennessee, and just singing your lungs out to them just to let them know how bad you just beat them, dude. That is the greatest feeling in the world. I would definitely <laughs> put that number one because I can't imagine it getting more fun than that. Like all these other chants, they just do it like randomly during the game, just whenever something's going on in, you know, Mississippi or Ole Miss and Florida State's case, they do it every other play. So, yeah, okay. I would definitely I go say back to that for a second. Yeah, like I was okay. saying, um, my list is basically the same as yours. Um, and the war chant, I honestly love the war chant, but you're right. FSU yeah, abuses too. it. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. I like it too until FSU uses it. Oh, yeah. It, like, And you're right. The Braves nail it. Like They use it just enough to where it's not annoying. Yeah, they use really it in fun. good situations. Yeah. Right. So I, I guess that's our list then. War chant. Yeah, I like hot that too. Topic, yep, but, uh, I like that too. Pretty solid list. I, I guess we'll say uh, Rammer Jammer and uh, Rocky Top. That's the uh, that's the that's Which the big I think ones. those are very fair. I think those are very fair. Oh yeah, I think those two should be at the top, no matter who you're a fan of. But you know. I agree. Hottie Toddy's got to be at the bottom. War Chant would be <laughs> higher. Like I said, if FSU didn't abuse it, War Chant would be a little maybe maybe a little bit higher than what we have it. Honestly, right. I like the War Chant. It's entertaining. It's fun to do it. But man, they they overdo it. My goodness. Well, there you go. That's our couch takes cheer list, I guess. But anyway, yeah, I don't I hope know that, what you'd call that, but we appreciate it. Yeah, hope that answered your question. Um, but anyway, I think we had a great discussion today. Andrew, you got anything else you want to say? Uh, yeah, just thank you so much for listening. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a lot of fun to record. Um, yeah, if you got anything you want to ask us, be sure to DM us, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. We always open it. We always reply. So we really appreciate you guys' support, and I hope you all have a blessed week. All right, see you all.